Imagine loving your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor. And once again, I'm so glad to be here with you for this week's episode, which is a little lighter, and I think you're gonna like it. I think it's gonna put a smile on your face. It's about what I think are the top five reasons to write letters again in midlife. What I mean is today we're talking about you doing something again that you used to do. Think about it. It's something that you know about firsthand, something important, something you probably always valued, and something that you probably saved back in the day. Now, I've been thinking about all kinds of things I used to do when I was younger these days. Have you? (laughs) I think it's because of all of the time at home during the pandemic, and there are definitely some parts of childhood each of us thinks of as comforting. Now, not all of childhood, (laughs) I get it, (laughs) but usually at least little snippets or habits or foods or hobbies, something like that. And these things have been making their way back into our house recently with a big smile on my face. First, there were Oreos and milk. Who remembers that? Then saltines. (laughs) Then the clementines in a cup. Remember cracking that little plastic lid and sipping that syrup? Followed by grilled salami on the barbecue and ordering some new makeup to play with. I'm super excited. Can't wait for it to come. The other thing I've been doing is doodling with a vengeance. I've been doing something called Zentangle, like with really nice pens and papers. It's like meditative doodling, and I love it. And you're going to be hearing more about that in the coming months. Now, the other thing is I've been listening to some music from my teenage years and telling my kids all about it. And when I used to listen to it, (laughs) of course, they're rolling their eyes. So actually, this happened last week. I got my kids to shoot some pool with me in the basement last Friday night, and I had a big flashback to 1979 when I used to love playing pool with some of the neighborhood kids in one of their basements, of course, where all good pool tables live. And Aerosmith was a major band when we grew up. Dream on. Oh my God, that music. Dream on. Who remembers how big a deal that song was growing up? Do you? We listened to a lot of music in junior high before Walkmans and easily portable music, that is, on someone's radio or a big giant stereo system. (laughs) So much fun. Anyway, it got me thinking about all the things I used to do back then, and letter writing was also a huge part of my life. So we'll be talking about why it's a good idea to bring letter writing back now in midlife. But first, this episode is sponsored by the 50 Unplugged Mastermind. June applications are open, and there are only three spots left right now, which will include our amazing virtual retreat in July. So let me tell you why the 50 Unplugged Mastermind just might be perfect for you. You might have figured out that feeling tired of being stuck and confused about what you want to do going forward kind of sucks. 
(laughs) It feels like a big, frustrating waste of time. And as you know, time is a big deal now and way too precious to waste. And you might feel like it's not the right time for you to be thinking about your future with all of the uncertainty and everything going on. Well, my friend, I actually think it's an amazing time to be thinking about your future on purpose. Dreams, ideas, plans, they all start with your mind. And learning how to make this kind of thinking a priority for you is critical. If you don't prioritize the thinking part, nobody will. And more valuable time will likely fly by. 50 Unplugged is really the best way to work together to help you focus on what you can do with your next chapter instead of what you like to think about, which is what you can't do. It's with an intimate group of women who are ready to make a serious commitment to themselves to work on creating big personal transformations over the course of a year and finally be crystal clear and excited about what they want. This is pretty powerful stuff. It's really about becoming bold and brave in midlife and up-leveling. It's about getting out of your own way so that you're more comfortable and intentional about allowing yourself to be happier. It's about learning how to think on purpose. It's about making sure that you don't have regrets and finally putting yourself first so that you know what you want and exactly how to make it happen. That's a new one, right? (laughs) The thing is that there's a cost to staying stuck. You probably sense this. So if you're ready to roll and do some serious but fun work on yourself to finally get out of your own way, head over to www.talktosuzy.com, grab your free kickstart call, and let's talk about if this mastermind is a good fit for you. Can't wait to see your name in my calendar. Okay, now let's dive into the good old days. When you had stationery and stamps and pen pals and learned to write cursive in class, those were the days. We used to also write notes and pass them in the hallways at school, all folded up in those special ways. Do you remember that? They looked like little footballs. It's funny, a few years ago, I went home for a family visit and my mom still lives in the house in town that I grew up in in Pennsylvania. I was greeted with a request. My mom said, come here, I want to show you something. (laughs) I followed her upstairs into one of the bedrooms where she pointed uh, out a pile of about eight to 10 boxes from my childhood that she schlepped down from the attic and wanted me to go through. Oh my God, a veritable treasure trove of memorabilia from my childhood. First, I found a bunch of my favorite old shoes, including my favorite burgundy clogs from high school and my first pair of wedges, and then a bunch of little chachkas from my bookshelves, mostly little Snoopy statues and little jewelry boxes. Of course, there was my seventh grade diary too, lots of boy drama in there, but really interesting to read because it was the year that my dad died, and I really don't have a lot of memories from that year. And pads and pads of my calligraphy practice sheets. And then two big boxes, the ones that took hours to go through. First, the box of high school notes from friends and boyfriends, some folded up tight the way we used to, and some unfolded and stacked neatly. Dozens and dozens of them, like an overwhelming amount of them. (laughs) And then a big box of letters and cards. I couldn't believe what I had found and kept to find all these years later. These cards were mostly Ziggy and Snoopy. Remember how popular that was back then? 
and beautifully decorated envelopes. The letters were from a few distinct groups. Some were from pen pals that I had met on family vacations along the way, one from a cute boy in Hawaii, lots from a sweet girl I met on a trip down the shore. That's the Jersey Shore for those of you who don't know what down the shore means. (laughs) And tons of letters from several of my best buddies from high school. We wrote plenty of letters back back and forth, right? When we went away to college. Can you imagine doing that? Nothing like this happens anymore. And then the cards from grandparents and my mom. So many. This was back in the day. Also sisters too. This was back in the day when there were no cheap phone plans and no internet. So if you wanted to keep up with someone, you had to make an effort. And that's what I want to talk to you about right now. Why you should bring letter writing back into your life is because of five main things. I really think there are five amazing reasons that you should consider writing letters again in midlife. So here we go. The first reason is because writing letters takes you being intentional. Yep, the writing a letter concept is a little bit different than sending a text. I think on the effort scale, the easiest thing might actually start with a text and then maybe a spontaneous FaceTime. And then continuing to take a little more effort would be maybe like a phone call. And then the most effort I really do think would be writing a letter. What do you think? Do you agree with that? Do you even get letters anymore? You need a whole bunch of things to make this happen. You need paper, an envelope, you need to know where the address is or, or you know, where you wrote it down or if it's in your phone. You need some time and then you need some time to actually mail the letter. That's substantially more time than looking up a quick contact in your phone and sending a quick note, right? I only have one friend anymore who writes me a letter once a year on my birthday. She doesn't just send a card. She actually writes something and she even usually puts some stickers inside. It's so fun. I write to her as well. And of course, my mom still sends me a birthday card and I appreciate it so much. Now, I used to send a yearly New Year's greeting newsletter and I did so for years. I think 25 years or 30 years. But I haven't even done that the last couple of years. I used to get several of these regularly myself. But this year, I only got one. How about that? I wasn't even really intentional that this longstanding tradition was going to end. It just happened. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that you don't make an effort to connect with your people in some way, at least on Facebook. Most of us at least do it on Facebook. But how often are you making some real effort to stay in touch and communicate some personal information about your life and your thoughts to someone that you care about in a written format, handwritten that is, (laughs) I think it's pretty safe to say that there aren't a lot of letters being written anymore, perhaps the odd thank you note, but even that's happening more and more on email these days or in a text. So being more and more intentional, I think is a really good thing, especially in midlife. And that is something to think about. Number two is I think that writing letters is really personal. Here's what I mean. When you write a letter, you totally slow down. You're in the present moment. It's super intentional about the task at hand and in your hand in that you're not communicating in between other tasks and errands on the go, on the phone, especially when you're in a line at the grocery store or answering 
in a voice text while you're at a stoplight in the car, right? You're doing this one thing. Now, okay, you might be listening to music, (laughs) but it's a whole different experience and you're more personally connected to yourself and your thoughts about the other person. Being more personal, more vulnerable, and more present are very good things. Number three, writing a letter is totally fun. Think back to how much fun it used to be to run to the mailbox and see if you got mail. The unique stamps were fun. The stickers we used to put on the envelopes were fun. Maybe you had fun with a rubber stamp. I had this one adorable hippo stamp that I just loved putting on the front of the envelope with a funny little thought bubble. And then I would write in the thought bubble. The excitement was fun. Nothing like that is happening anymore. Mail is boring. Lots of flyers and real estate cards. Bills, of course. If you haven't gone completely paperless yet, that is. (laughs) Some magazines and catalogs, they're fun, but not the personal mail we used to get from days gone by. Cards were plentiful. I loved getting cards, buying cards, and even saving cards. I made sure to buy cards when I was on vacation, too. It's something my grandmother used to do as well. She had a special box on a bedroom shelf, and she used to let me look at all of the cards. They were so pretty. I just loved it. So when you send a letter, you create the opportunity to have more fun for yourself and for the person who gets to get all warm and fuzzy from receiving the thing that you mailed to them. You thought of them, and they felt it. All right, number four, writing a letter is unique and special. And I might add, handwritten cards and letters from loved ones are probably special and sentimental enough to keep. Think about that. Having something that someone else has written to you personally is exceptionally special, perhaps even treasured, especially from someone who may not be here anymore, like your grandparents. Grandparents loved writing letters. So many of them did. And if you're really lucky, you might even have a recipe written in your grandmother's or your mother's handwriting that was shared in a letter or a card. It just feels so much more special than a recipe typed out or emailed. Don't you agree? Ah, I love that. Do your kids even know you're writing? I remember being super familiar with what my parents' handwriting looked like. I could absolutely identify it. In fact, I used to practice copying their signatures. I also remember trying to develop my own signature. Did you do that? Should I write so that the letters slant to the right or to the left or straight up and down? What kind of flourish should I give my signature? What about my signature was uniquely mine? I don't know that my kids have seen enough of my actual handwriting to recognize it as uniquely mine. There's something about the idea that you are sitting down to write to this person, to take the time to put pen to paper, to prioritize the words and the effort. It is unique for sure. And the fifth reason is because it feels amazing. Staying in touch with people is something we say we value, but when it comes to prioritizing the actual action of staying in touch, it's easy to fall flat. Interesting enough, staying in touch with friends and having the courage to actually express your feelings helps you regret-proof your life because there are two 
of the most common regrets that people can have, staying in touch with friends and having the courage to actually express your feelings. They are a big deal when it comes to regret proofing. When you write a letter, not only does it feel amazing for you, but it also feels amazing knowing that someone you care about is going to smile when they receive that letter and feel good. It's an amazing way for you to give of yourself genuinely and authentically. How great is that? So there you have it, my friend. The top five reasons to write letters again in midlife. It's intentional. It's personal. It's fun. It's unique and perhaps even a meaningful keepsake. And it feels amazing. I love the idea of regret-proofing your life. If you really think about it, do you want the chance to express yourself to special people in your life in writing? If you do, you're going to have to prioritize it and commit to it or it will never happen. And if you don't, ask yourself why. What do you make this sort of effort mean? Who is worth the effort in your life? There's no right or wrong answer, but it's important to like your reasons and not having a mailing address isn't a good enough reason. (laughs) I don't think so. So treat yourself and treat these amazing people in your life. Buy some gorgeous stationery, buy some fun cards, buy a beautiful pen, purchase some interesting stamps, schedule some time in your calendar. Make yourself a delicious cup of coffee or tea. Sit down in a comfortable seat with some music on, no distractions, and write. Enjoy each word. Take your time. Savor your thoughts about this person and enjoy the whole experience. A handwritten letter really is the gift that keeps on giving. And what do you know? It starts with giving the gift of thinking about someone special in your life to yourself. That is a beautiful thing. That's it for this episode. My focus as a midlife coach is to help you waste less time spinning and feeling stuck. It's time to get excited about your life again. Being the queen of your brain domain is the best way to be. Check out the show notes with more information and links at susierosenstein.com. Download my free ebook, Nine Secrets to Get Unstuck in Your 50s at www.susierosenstein.com forward slash nine secrets. Want to connect with me more in the future? Join the free Women in the Middle community Facebook group where we continue the podcast conversation at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash women in the middle community. And you can apply for the 50 Unplugged Mastermind. It might be just what you're looking for. It's an amazing way to work with me directly and get unbelievably effective coaching to take you from being stuck and confused to being crystal clear and excited about your future. Book your free call at www.talktosusie.com. Let's do this, ladies. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.